my god, a naked man. A naked man? What the fuck? There's a naked man 900 feet away. <laughs> Wait, what? What is this app? Like, yeah, I, I have the citizen app. And so that's just oh. like, it was just an alert. <laughs> it was an alert on citizen. I've never seen that alert before. That's wild. Also, no. guy needs to get some drawers on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of important if you want to buy something from the guy. I know, they're not going to sell. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's no shoes, no shirt, no service, so I can only imagine what no pants will get you. Oh, the naked man's already away in this area. Okay. So what's going on? I'm so confused. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no alert on the thing now that I've, like, zero alerts. Well, okay. I guess he found some shorts. Sorry. Maybe someone that's like nearby is like, oh, never mind, never mind. He's got no, shorts 86 on. 86 that, 86 that. Sorry. <laughs> the shorts were nude colored. <laughs> Very flesh tone without the pants. They blended in. Okay. <laughs> is it time to start? <laughs> we're like four minutes at, well, oh, almost Jesus. five. Yeah. And. <laughs> Okay, hello and welcome to the Jada Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and anything in between. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. And if you are coming back, welcome back. Hope you're doing well. Before I get to any details on the continuation of this episode, I would like to welcome back my guest, former boss, former roommate, forever friend, Elise Dean. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are continuing our niche film series with the 2022 fantasy comedy film Hocus Pocus 2. Two! The sequel! The 30-year sequel! The movie is directed by Anne Fletcher and written by Jan D'Angelo. And the logline is... Two young ladies accidentally bring back the Sanderson sisters 29 years since their last visit. As the sisters wreak havoc, the ladies try to find a way to stop them before all is lost. Dun dun dun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I received information from Wikipedia, IMDb, Today, and Screen Rap. Mm, I see Bloody Disgusting isn't on here today. No, I couldn't find Bloody Disgusting. Damn. <laughs> For the cast, we have, of course, Bette Midler, mm -hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy as the Sanderson sisters. Hell yeah. So adding on to that, we have Whitney Peake as Becca, you may know her from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's that Netflix show, in case if people are... Not Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, not to be confused by the other one. iZombie, which is another TV show, and the HBO remake Gossip Girl. Oh, okay. There is also Belissa Escobedo as Izzy. You may know her from American Horror Stories, the TV show, uh, The Baker and the Beauty, a TV show. I, it kind of seems more like a Hallmark show or like I a I think freeform. it's a movie. Is it not a movie? Is that the one with Vanessa no. Hudgens? No, no, no. Oh. This one is a TV show. So it's oh. probably like a spin-off of the film. Okay. Who knows? And Blue Beetle, which is an upcoming action hero animated TV show. Ooh. Uh, next we have Sam Richardson as Gilbert. You may know him from Veep. Ted Lasso. 
A Promising Young Woman, which is like a recent film, and Marvel's M-A-D-O-K, or Madoc, which is like that TV animated mm-hmm. series. Is it, uh, uh, oh god, what's his name? It's what's-his-face. Uh, yeah, Patton Oswalt. Yeah, Patton. Yeah. I was like, Osmosis Jones? That's not right. <laughs> Um, no. he's That's also, like our time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sam, Sam's also in um, Apple's uh, The After Party. Oh, he's okay. Phenomenal in that show. Yeah, yeah. I really like him in that show. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the Apple series, so yeah, uh, I need to. I need to get would, on. That. I think you would like The After Party. Okay, cool. <laughs> Next, we have Doug Jones as Billy Butcherson. You may know him from Hellboy, Pan's Labyrinth, Fantastic Four, The Rise of the Silver Surfer. He plays the enemy, the Silver Surfer, Mm. The Shape of the Water, and Strain, the TV show. So for all of these, he's mostly been like the creature of like those shows and movies. So Well, listen, when you find what you're good at, find what you're good at. Mm-hmm. There were also appearances from Lily Buckingham as Cassie Trask, Tony Hale as Jeffrey. Tony Hale! Tra- <laughs> Trask and Reverend Trask. Hannah Wa- Hannah Waddingham! Wadden- yes, oh Hannah Waddingham. Oh my Wadden- god, <laughs> I love her so much. I You might say I'm in love with her. <laughs> Some have, like me. And other people that know me. I love her so much. Just like this beautiful British woman. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. She plays Mother Witch, Ginger Minge, as Winifred Impersonator. Uh, Cornbread Jeets as Mary Impersonator and Kamora Hall as Sarah Impersonator. The last three were drag queens that were part of the... Nice. Mm-hmm. The one, the mind, your business, girl. Yes. Okay. okay, I love that. So for the backstory, Bette Mettler is largely responsible for making the sequel come to life. Yeah, she is. When she realized how popular the original film had become, she was surprised and started making calls. So in July 2014, it was announced that Disney was developing a supernatural theme film about witches and that Tina Fey was on board as producer and star. I remember that story. Yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah, Tina Fey. And then, yeah. like, fucking nothing happened. I'm not sure if it was immediately or, like, maybe a couple of days later. A deadline debunked the rumor, stating that the film was actually a sequel to Hocus Pocus. In November of that same year, Bette Mittler stated in a Reddit Ask Me Anything post that she was ready and willing to return for a sequel. And she also stated that SJP and Najimi are also interested in reprising their roles. However, she stressed that Disney had yet to green light the sequel and encouraged fans to persuade Disney to make it or to like make well, it happen. That eventually happened. Yes. Two years later, Doug Jones and SJP were asked on separate occasions if a sequel was in the works 
while Jones notes that Disney has been considering a sequel, Doug notes that he would love to be in the sequel. And same thing with SJP, she said that she would also love to be in the sequel as well. In September of 2017, Mick Garris, the writer of the first film, admitted that he was working on a script for Hocus Pocus 2 after years of rumors and speculation. It was later considered the second film will be a remake. However, when that news came out that it was going to be a remake, Midler notes that she was not fond of the idea and would not take part in it regardless if she was offered a role or not. Mm -hmm. And she also cats doubts on who can successfully fill her shoes as Winifred. I mean, that's fucking fair. That is fair. Because the answer is, like, fucking no one, not who. No. In 2018, a sequel novel was released which followed Poppy, the daughter of Max and Allison from the original movie. Oh, cute. Yeah. In February that same year, Doug Jones revealed that there had been talks of a sequel. And in October 2019, a sequel was announced with plans to be released on Disney+. And between... February 2018 and October 2019, they're kind of wondering if it was going to be on Freeform. Uh, I think it was like Disney Family or ABC Family. Mm-hmm. And then like possibly another format. But I believe that this was like around the time that Disney Plus was just about to start. Yeah, it was like going to drop. Yeah. And then when it got released, then they were like, okay, we're going to put it on Disney+. Plus." Yeah. Jen D'Angelo was signed on as writer, and Adam Shankman, who is the director of Enchanted, was signed on to direct in March of 2020. Mm. By October that same year, Bette confirmed that she will be returning alongside with SJP and a Jimmy. However, it wasn't officially confirmed until May of 2021. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. The rest of the cast was finalized the following year. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah. In March of 2022, it was announced that Thor Butch... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. That guy. (laughs) That Thor Butch? (laughs) Okay. Uh, In March... In March of 2022, it was announced that Thor Birch would reprise her role as Danny. However, due to scheduling conflict, she had to back out. Oh. And two months later, it was announced that the original actors from the first film would not reprise their roles. One of them, who played Ice, uh, named Larry Bagby, noted that he auditioned for the role of the magic store owner, but he never got a call back. And Bagby, along with Omri Katz, were disappointed that Disney didn't want them back, let alone the other original cast. That's fair. I mean, I get it. Yeah. I I can see both sides of the coin. I do think, personally, that they made the right choice with not having the rest of the originals back. Just the, the four. Yeah. Uh, You know, with Billy and the three sisters. But I get it. It would have been fun if, if one of them was the store owner. 
rather yeah. than Richardson, but I do love Sam Richardson, so uh, yeah. I'm fine with it. Well, it's kind of like one of the situations that, okay, if they come back, then you had to Is add that like, too another much? supply. Yeah. yeah. So Taylor Paige Henderson, who is an actress that pr- played young Winifred, knows oh that she my studied God. the film. <laughs> yeah. She's like oh my god little powerhouse yes so she notes that she studied the film like multiple times like i think over 40 she like yeah well she like i read an article that she watched it every night when she was filming and she watched it like every night leading up to her audition Mm -hmm. and i'm like holy hell jesus i mean she's probably seen it just as much as i have over the years yeah. So she knows that she studied the film and then also studied Bette Miller's performance to get the demeanor on point. Nice. And even Midler told her, embody the character more than you think is necessary. Bigger is always better with me. Which, yeah. totally understand. Totally get it. Yeah, they can always dial you back, but you can't... Yeah. 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 Because if you go, if you underperform, then that's it. Like, you know. Yeah. They also try to gather as much of the original production team that are still A, alive, and B, hadn't retired. Yeah. Feeling much of the fil- first film's success came from the behind the scenes team. Nice. By April 2021, Ann Fletcher replaced Shankman as director due to his directing duties with Disenchanted, which is a sequel to Enchanted. Oh, I didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I think it's coming up like by this year so before december 31st it should be coming between now and december oh cool fun fact shankman is actually really great friends with fletcher and that they have worked together on the step up franchise oh uh, because (laughs) yeah hell yeah (laughs) because when i looked at ann fletcher's backstory Mm -hmm. uh she was originally a choreographer who then turned into a director. Mm. So she did all the choreography cool. for Step Up. So. The first one? Yes, I believe so. Oh my god! She's quite talented. <laughs> <laughs> so production began in mid-2021 in Salem, Massachusetts. So unlike the first film they actually shot on location instead of like in Burbank. Yeah. In September that same year uh, sets were confirmed being built at Chase Farms in Lincoln, Rhode Island, and Washington Square uh, in Newport, Rhode Island. And on October 18, 2021, production shot in Providence, Rhode Island, under the working title Black Flame. The film was released on September 30, 2022, on Disney+. And according to Disney, the film has become Disney Plus's most viewed film premiere in the U.S. based on the number of hours streamed in the first three days of the film's release. Oh, I contributed to that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, And I am not disappointed. And it makes sense. And I love this movie. Also, like, I would say, before we go further, it's a lot better than most of the other Disney Plus 
like original films in terms mm-hmm. of like special effects. Oh yeah. So you could definitely tell that they put a lot of They like, put money into this. Money. They put yeah. money the into this. The mouse was fully behind this one. <laughs> yes. It brought all the cheese, yeah. brought the gouda, the Swiss, uh other ones free even <laughs> <laughs> The Munster. Though there are no current plans of the third film, SJP, Najimi, and Midler had noted that they are willing to do it. I am curious what that third film would be. Because this one is, it's its tight. It's nice and tight. Yeah. And it they don't really leave room for a third one. Unless the third one's going to be about Mother Witch. Which I'm yes. obviously fucking down for. <laughs> Because I am in love with Hannah Waddingham. I cannot state it enough. Yeah, because it, it, it's weird because why would you introduce, like, a character and then never show them after that mm-hmm, one scene? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the thing at the end, too! When they're, like, walking down the... Walking down the path at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was also, like, a, a mid-credit. Yes. Oh, you mean... The end credit. The cat. The end, yeah, that's the, cat. the very end, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I, like, got confused. I was like, no, I know the song was, is like... the mid-credit. Okay, yeah. Or the yeah, song the is... Song. I don't know. I don't know what... I don't think there is... There's not a mid-credit. There's just the very end. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was just the beginning credit and yep. then, like, yep. the end credit. Yeah. For the summary, uh, the film begins in Salem, Massachusetts, 1653. When, uh, okay, I haven't done math yet, but do you remember the date of the first movie? Like, when that was supposed to be? Yeah, so it was supposed to be 1693. 93, and then, like, the, okay. Yeah, and then the modern day was 1993. Okay. So it was supposed to be 300 years after. Okay, I was like, yeah. I was like, how many years are supposed to have passed? for this and to, and I just like couldn't remember the the date. Okay, so yeah. so 40 years mm-hmm. before okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Picture it. 1653 Salem, Massachusetts. In the brain. A young yes, locked put it in loaded. the brain. Locked and loaded. Ready. A young Winifred Sanderson storms towards her house, pushing sure everyone does. out of her way. She sure does with them gnarly ass teeth. Yes. They were calling good. <laughs> <laughs> um, even caused an old lady to go back inside. Should we? Say, sorry. Before yeah. we really get started, should we really just, like, say this is a spoiler alert? All of uh, this is a spoiler alert? Yeah. I mean, this is going to be released, like, on, like, in Halloween time. So Yeah. yeah. So, like, if you haven't watched it, you're bad, but... Just generally across the board, we're going to spoil fucking everything. Yes. Also, you had 30 days to get your shit together. So, like, (laughs) not my fault. Not Jeanette's fault or mine. I'm just along for the ride. And I am going to, I am going to deliver it on October 31st. So you better be there whether you're there or not. Be there. Be square. We're here. We're queer and we're gay. Well, one of us. <laughs> the other is bi. The other is bi. <laughs> it's like semi-gay. Semi. <laughs> it's a little. 
so she's pushing everyone aside and then even like this old lady that just exit her house goes back inside noting well that's enough for me today <laughs> I, I loved that so much. i was like wow this is incredible it's already incredible it's already great it's already great it's like, already my new favorite movie once inside the house sarah and mary congratulate winifred for her 16th birthday and they're so cute yes they're these these girls are adorable i want to put them in my pocket <laughs> While they're celebrating, Winifred shuts them down, saying that it's like the worst day ever. And she explains that Reverend Trask arranged a marriage to Winifred and another boy, arguing that she's getting too old. old. <laughs> yeah. And also, okay, so she's like storming. We've already said that she's like storming through the town, but she's got one of them bonnet things. But it is oh, yeah. so huge to accommodate her hair because, yeah, she used to have the same hair since she was 16. And I think that that's fucking hilarious. The bonnet had like, it's got this like seam down the middle of it. And the bonnet looks like a butt. Yeah. Um, and so she like rips that thing off and you're like, there's the hair I've missed for 30 years. <laughs> oh, sorry. So she's getting old. I just needed to note that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sisters try to cheer her up by giving her the spider, but uh, Reverend Trask bangs on the door and says, open up. And <laughs> so they try to hide, but Sarah tells Trask that they're not there. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Sarah. Winifred ends up opening the door to reveal this large crowd with Trask ordering her to not take the Lord's name in vain and to marry John Pritchett. She thinks about it, and then it's like kind of like a funny thing to like, hmm. She does that, she, again, this little powerhouse is emulating Bette Midler. So she does yeah. that little finger on the cheek thing, like perfectly, yeah. and it's like, yeah. So she's like, hmm, hmm, and then Reverend Trass is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she says, no. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then Bridget's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not that I uh, it's not that I don't want to be married. It's just that she is so ugly or something like that. Yeah, and then she's like, like, like there's some prize yourself. And yeah. then and then Trask is like, yes, I do admit he's incredibly weird, but that's not the point here. The other vi villagers, especially this one lady, uh, says that oh, she's not supposed to speak to a man in a bad behavior. Yeah, and <laughs> Winifred notes that she will marry Billy Butcherson, who's like staying right next to John Pritchett mm -hmm. and he's who's also has the same hair since yeah he's yeah. had the same hair for forever <laughs> yeah it's so we know <laughs> yeah so we know we know who we think that we know we know yeah <laughs> Billy is like wait a minute I like we're not you know we're not together and Winfred says but we're soulmates and Billy argues that they haven't. He's had, like, how could like, we possibly? Anything. Yeah, how were? Why? Yeah. How were we soulmates? Winifred says, "Well, we kiss in the graveyard." And, and then, then everyone's, everyone's like, "Oh like, my oh. god, Billy, that's repulsive." <laughs> Tras decides to banish the girls from town and even takes Sarah and Mary to train them to behave right. Oh, and like he full on just like grabs the little sisters. Yes. And like, like then like other dudes like come and help them, and it's like I mean it's it's a little heartbreaking. Like they're sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Also, where are their parents? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, uh, so what we know is that the father has died, like recently died. Okay. But we don't know about the mom. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Who's to say? I'm sure. TBD. It's almost like, it's almost like uh, Disney is just like, okay, we gotta have like this whole no parents are here moments. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's tradition. Tradition. Yeah, we can't. Tradition. <laughs> We can't have we can't have both of them alive, so we gotta have like one of them that we don't At explain least one of them where has they to are, be dead. and the other one we we don't know. Like you know, we we're Disney, but we don't know. Like, we, uh, mm-hmm. so as uh, he's taking them away, Trask like looks down on his arm and sees like their pet the spider. spider, and it this thing is huge, by the way. Like yeah. I mean, it's not like tarantula huge, but it's pretty big. And it looks gnarly. It's like got a yeah. skinny body and like really long legs. And you're like, mm, that's not for me. Yeah, it's kind of like it has like a body of a black widow, but then it has the legs of like a daddy long legs. Yeah, almost. And like, but the body's like... got some yellow on it, too. It's got some red yeah. on it, but it's got some yellow on it, too. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from that. Like, if I saw that, I'd like throw a shoe at it or something and then like try to haul it the other direction. Now I'm a big ass lady so like it, I wouldn't get very far but I'd at least try. <laughs> he freaks out and then it causes everyone else to freak out because they mm-hmm. don't know where the spider is and then he's like the spider's here, the spider's here. Because the bro like freaks out in a way that he like thrusts his arm and cape into the air so the spider like is flying. <laughs> Yeah, it's somewhere. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> it ain't on the Reverend no more, though. No. Uh, so this allows the girls to escape to the forbidden woods. So the f- forbidden woods. She's done the it. She's done it, everyone. <laughs> the forbidden woods. Once in the woods, the girls try to form a calming circle. Yeah, they do. We love the calming circle. <laughs> While that's happening, this raven with these, like, orange, orange... And, and yellow feathers and mm-hmm. shit like it perches on one of the dead trees and watches from the distance mm-hmm. and after a, a few twigs being cracked the girls hear this hymn yeah. where sarah becomes entranced yeah it's and- the it's come little children except it's british yeah because because <laughs> winifred stops uh and snaps sarah out of it and just then, the raven swoops down, and then it turns into this beautiful, immaculate woman. Amazonian, Hannah. perfect, <laughs> lovely, British, hot as fuck, stacked, witch. <laughs> Called Mother Witch. <laughs> Called Hannah Waddingham. <laughs> The mother witch grabs hold of Sarah and tries to force her to drink the life potion. Yeah, the same Uh, one from the first one. We're like, "Mm, nostalgia bum, I know what's happening here. (laughs) So this is why Sarah likes to lure the children. (laughs) (laughs) Because she was one of the first lord. (laughs) However, the witch stops and asks why they're here. Well, she like gets a whiff of, uh, of, uh, of Winifred. Winifred. Yeah. She like she like sniffs up on her. She also notes that they are different from the children she eats. I meant met. Yeah. Met. 
Matt. <laughs> God, she's so hot. She's got these like diamond things, like one on the inner inner brow and one on the inner like eye, and like also she's really pretty, so it works. <laughs> <laughs> Is my gay coming out too much, do you think, in this episode? <laughs> I have such a crush on him wanting him. Wait, is she gay or is she is she straight? In real life? Yeah, in well, real life. Well, she's got a daughter, so I'm going to guess, and an ex-husband, so I'm going to guess. <laughs> I'm going to guess that she's a little straight. Um, but that doesn't mean anything <laughs> to my heart. <laughs> Oh my god! Like if you if you cast Hannah Waddingham into like a show or a film that you're doing, I need to I need to see the the reaction. Oh, the of interactions wouldn't I I couldn't I couldn't possibly. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to string words together that made sense. I'd sound like Mary Sanderson the whole time, and then I'd yeah. walk away angry at myself and like. <laughs> Oh god! You would need like either me or like Colleen. I need a grown up with me. Yeah, to be like she. She's really. Let me translate for you. (laughs) (laughs) Let me translate. She's really happy to see you. I have such a crush on her. Given the fact that she thinks that oh, like they're witches, Mm -hmm. uh, she gives them the spell book and witches. So before that, though, she's like. She, like, comes up on Winifred again for some reason, and she does a full body sniff. Like, (laughs) she goes along her entire body, and I'm like, (laughs) now, it shouldn't be a sexual thing to me. She's a child. But if that were me... (laughs) I would full-on faint. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so then all of a sudden she like backs away and she's like you you're, she basically calls her a like genie from Aladdin she's like phenomenal cosmic power itty bitty little space <laughs> and then and then she like then then she like does this cool ass move and then books just like appears yeah from behind her mm-hmm. and he's like hey I'm book and then she she wishes Winifred a happy birthday, and then they're like, "But we didn't say the mother witch is like, I'm a witch, I know things." Like yeah. while reading, like kind of like skimming through the spell book, the sisters spot a spell known as Magica Mix Maxima, which makes the user all powerful and tries to use it, but the book shuts itself, mm-hmm. and Mother Witch orders them to never use it. She also notes that a witch isn't strong without her own coven, while noting that her own coven is, is long, long gone. gone. Yeah, and then she's like, you know, new world, same story, because everybody's yeah. like killing off her coven and shit. At one point, they were like, well, why don't you like find new friends or something like that? And she's just like, well, I mean, every no one here will will talk to me, and they're like, maybe because you keep eating their kids. And she's like, how is one supposed to stay young and ridiculously beautiful? And I'm like, that's fair. <laughs> Before they could talk to her more, the mother witch disappears, making Sarah believe that she turned. She's into turned leaves. into leaves. 
leaves. That night, the sisters return and set fire to Reverend Trask's uh, house. Yeah. And then, and then Trask is like, it was the work of the spider. <laughs> yeah. We must, we must, we must like save this house. Now he's like, everybody wake up. <laughs> wake up. And he's like hitting the bell. And I mean, that like, he just, just like reminder, this is Tony Hale at his finest. I mean, like it's <laughs> yeah. a classic Tony Hale role, I would say already. Yeah. It then jumps forward to 2022 and we are kind of in modern day Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, Becca rides her bike to school and this is a main character that we'll be following and then once she gets to the school she meets up with her friend izzy and as they talk about tonight's sleepover and birthday plans and rituals for becca cassie their other friend walks up to them but there's obvious tension there there's obvious tension also like for a hot second i thought that uh becca and cassidy were like a couple i thought that they had like broken up yes that's what i thought i was like lesbians i know i was like (laughs) wait Nope, they were just friends. I mean, and like it's fair, and it's like you know, it's my homo normative. <laughs> it's like, oh, they must be gay. So she tries to attempt like communication with the with Izzy and Becca. However, her boyfriend Mike, who's kind of like a very short, like very small version of what a football player should be. Yeah, he's quite uh, tiny. Yeah, he's quite tiny. Um, uh, he's he, like, he's he's quite dense. Yeah, I think is the word that I'm gonna use here. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he's stupid. I would say he's like maybe just like, you know, he has like other things to do. Than he's he's not bothered. Books. He's nonplussed yeah. for sure. He does this giggle a lot too, which kind of annoys me the more I watch it. Like almost every time he finished saying something, he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, can you rein that in? He takes her away, like to look at this prank that his friends are doing to another friend. They put tin foil in a car. Yeah, and Becca and Izzy were like, "Why?" Yeah, and he says, "Oh, just cause." Cause it's funny. <laughs> cause it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's like, tin foil. I don't know. Here's the thing: if you're gonna cover a car in something, I feel like the classic is either gonna be Saran wrap or Post-it notes. Yeah. I've never heard of tinfoil in a car. Also, wouldn't that, like, ruin, like, I, I don't know. I would say tin, uh, yeah, tinfoil That car's going to be ruin. cooked to 375 perfection pretty soon. Yeah. May have a couple scratches I guess it's October, over. though, so it wouldn't get that hot in there, but still. Yeah, true, 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 true. And then it cuts to science class with Becca attempting to invite Cassie to the sleepover, only for Mike to butt in and bring up that they're throwing a house party at Cassie's place. While Izzy and Becca notes that Cassie's father would never approve of a large party, Mike notes that it was his idea making, and then he makes fun of their witchcraft. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, yeah, it was my idea. Why are you guys planning on doing your like witchy stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and he brings that up because Becca places a stone on top of her desk in hopes of like giving her good luck because there's going to be a pop quiz that's coming up because their teacher is a jerk. 
type of thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, <laughs> here's my thing with this whole situation. How can a man who dresses like a banana be a jerk? Yeah, I, I think, like, you know, he's pretty chill. He like, seems he... like a chill teacher, but just, like, yeah, he would, you know. And, I mean, like, a pop quiz is, like, I mean, all the pop quizzes I ever had in my life were not hard. No. They were, like, hey, make sure to read the instructions. And it was, it was like, silly stuff. Like, it was, like, like the pop quiz that i really remember was like the instructions said please make sure you read through all of the instructions and then it says the next line of instructions was like um read through all of the questions without doing any of the things that are asked of you until you hit the very end and then mm -hmm. the questions were like drop your pencil on the floor raise your hand until the teacher calls on you like stand up and stomp three times turn around uh like draw a dog and like etc and then at the end it was like like the last question or whatever is like if you did all of the things that were asked of you before then you didn't read the instructions and um if you did read through everything then you don't have to do anything and i was like this is the best quiz i've ever taken in my life i read the instructions baby i didn't have to do any random shit dropping a pencil on the floor yeah ha has like were there a number of people that actually oh like my god like we so we had pretty big classes because my public school system sucked i mean it was pretty okay like when i was growing up but it was like starting to suck you know uh by uh -huh. by the time i hit senior year it was like zoink scoop so we had an average of like 30 people in a class is what i'm getting at because we i went to a really large school we it's we it's a public school system that should be four schools and it's only three. Oh. And they kept saying that they were going to build a fourth one and we were going to find it. And then, like, you know, just shit hasn't happened. But I think they finally broke ground on one. And it's like, <laughs> I graduated in 2009. <laughs> like, it's like a while later. Because um, they were talking about, like, breaking ground on one when I was in high school. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's been a, a ways coming. But uh, so, yeah, I would say of the 30 kids, about... 25 didn't read the instructions because i heard they would, you would just hear like the pens just dropping and i would just i was just laughing the whole time because she sat us in like abc order like by last name and my last name is dean so i was in the front row yeah <laughs> so i'm just like hearing all of this shit and it's really funny it was a lot of fun. Or you'd like hear people kind of scuffle to like stand up or you'd like, you could, you know, like just like that, that like the, the raising of the hand, like you just know somebody's doing it in the classroom. It was all of that. It was, it was fun. And I'm just like, <laughs> crossing the feet, crossing the arms behind the head, etc. Yeah. I mean, for me, like pop quiz, like, we didn't get it a lot, but mostly it was just like a summary, like, like, oh, can you summarize the Civil War? Yeah, or, you know, or, or like, something like, like literally the thing that you were talking about the day before. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's not that bad. Like kids these days have it way better. <laughs> <laughs> You're showing your age. Careful. <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, so during the pop quiz, Becca whispers random words, pretending that she's casting a spell. Yeah, she on says Mike. like Gargonzola, <laughs> yeah, like, shit like that. <laughs> it's funny. Mike freaks out and kind of like jumps out of his like seat, 
and accuses Becca of casting a curse on him, inferring that the last word uh, she said was Satan. But though Becca notes that she says Satan, as in the vegan food yeah, Satan. Satan, Cassie backs up Mike while the teacher orders Mike and Becca to visit the principal's office. And while outside the principal's office, Cassie, like, weirdly walks up to the office and okay so the way that it's set up is that becca is sitting and she's like across the entryway to yeah she's like in the hallway there's like a bench across the hallway but yeah the bench is like as long which is quite an open office but the bench is like as long as the walkway into the principal's office Mm -hmm. and then cassie like walks up but then stops like at a pillar that's nearby the door and she ignores becca's comments about mike being about influence to her and about cassie's father grounding her hardcore if he ever finds out about Mm -hmm. the party and then when mike notes that he receives saturday detention Cassie just falls in behind while Becca goes to the principal's office for her turn. And, uh, and Izzy's like, come come over at this point. And so she's yeah. like, she saw the whole interaction. So she's like, she wasn't like in the dark. And she makes, they have her make some comment like, hey, you finished your quiz super fast. Just like, <laughs> I don't know, to make sure that we all knew that it was oddly fast that that she was all outside before he was even done talking to the principal so after school becca and izzy walk through the halloween festival run by cassie's father mayor trask which again as we said before is tony hale except he's got a haircut (laughs) yeah from when he from whence he was the reverend yeah, and he's wearing, like, a pumpkin sweater it, with, like, Halloween-themed sweatpants. He's, like, yeah, or, yeah, I think they're supposed to be slacks. But he's, like, the epitome of, like, small-town excited, you know, mayor or party thrower or whatever. Like, he's got, like, a purple blazer. He's got the pumpkin sweater. And he's got, like, is it candy corn, I think, on his pants? Yeah, I think so. I think it was, like, candy corn, like, little witches, like, on it. Like, he's fucking stoked about Halloween, if you didn't know. (laughs) Fun fact, his favorite holiday is Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) He goes even harder. Yeah. (laughs) He tries to help uh, be, like, hip with them, but Mm. he kind of comes off as like a little cringy yeah because he's just trying so hard to like to relate and like be like the cool dad and like it's he it's literally a full circle situation where it's like he is so lame that they love him yeah he asks about cassie because like she's nowhere to be found with them yeah so they lie stating that she had a mascara emergency and, like, and you know how that goes he's, and like, he's like oh yeah he's like mascara is everything okay <laughs> Yeah, he got really serious. He's like, "Well, what happened?" He loves his daughter, and that's so sweet. So before uh, they leave, he asks them to hand out flyers for his campaign. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I guess like he's coming up for re-election yeah, or something. Yeah, in case it's not in the bag already. Yeah, in case if no one noticed. Yeah. So Becca and Izzy visit the magic shop, which is formerly the Sanderson's cottage, and it's run by this man named Gilbert. 
So he throws his, And he calls his, himself like, Gilbert the Great. Yes, Gilbert the Great. When we are introduced to him, he is kind of throwing this, like, uh, story time. We talked about the story of the Sanderson sisters. Mm-hmm. And like the book of spells, which are which is locked up in a glass. And he's box. full on like, um, oh, what's his name? Hello, Clarice. Yeah. Who's that um, guy? Oh, Anthony on, Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. But what's like? He's full on. Oh, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, he's full on Hannibal Lecter. This book. Yeah. Like it is strapped, and it the eye on the book, like it's got a little <laughs> cage on it, so like the eye can still see if it wakes up, but it's like there's a strap over that part of the book too. As he's like telling, talking about the stories, and be like, oh yeah, like I have the black flame candle. A couple of the guests argue that the story and the book are fake, and then one boy was like, oh, like you know. How can you summon the witches with the black flame? And he's like, "Oh, you had to be something." Like a virgin. Has I think to it was like a candle. Yeah, and then, he's and then like, they're What's like, "What's a virgin?" <laughs> and then he's like, uh, "A virgin is someone who's never lit a candle before." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, okay. Oh, okay. sure." Yeah. Okay. Virgin. <laughs> like, yeah, is it like really is close that to two it? R's or three? <laughs> I'm really good at my R's. It's like we, we're learning about it in school yeah. right now. Like, I can we're... write letters. I'm really good at them. Because he's like a baby. He's like four years old. Yeah. He's like in like early grade school, if not preschool, yeah. or kindergarten, or whatever like that age that's a virgin (laughs) after the storytelling gilbert talks to becca okay and mind you throughout this like film we kind of get like these weird like kind of quick jump scares and this was one of them where becca and izzy are in this kind of crystal room Mm -hmm. and first the cat jumps into the frame it is a black cat with green eyes and its Mm -hmm. name is cobweb its name yeah. is not Thackeray, Thackeray Binks. <laughs> but we think it might be pretty much it the might whole be. time. Yeah. It could be. It could be. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. They haven't explained Nothing it. Nothing is ever confirmed or not. No. Like, Thackeray could have been like, I'm sitting this one out, y'all. <laughs> I'll get him next time. <laughs> right after that happens, Gilbert kind of, like, pops in, like, really quickly. And <laughs> so it's like, a little bit jump scares here and there. And though they wanted to get, like, the stone, like, just one stone, uh, Gilbert gives Becca a gift, which is, like, a candle for their annual birthday ritual. Yeah, he's like, have at it. I know you need a candle. Here's a candle. And they're like, this looks like it's been drowned. Like, this is the fuckliest candle I've ever seen. To be fair, it is quite bulbous and weird. It is not classy like the first Black Flame Oh. (laughs) (laughs) never mind (laughs) so yeah like it's kind of like (laughs) don't worry you're fine like i mean like i said people should have already read or written or seen it but or seen it before listening to this so your fault. Not not your fault, at least, but, okay. like, the person listening to them. I was like, damn it! She just said it was fine! 
<laughs> no, not like that. It's like very, it's like very thick in terms of wax, and then it's like kind of like this. And like it's like a weird wax. gray color. It's almost shiny, but not. Yeah. And it's almost matte, but not. <laughs> and yeah. it, and it kind of contorts and twists on itself. I mean, it's fugly. I wouldn't mm-hmm. buy it. I mean, I would now because of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would I would like a fugly ca- candle. Uh, it looks, you know, be like, it needs a home. I guess if it smells good, who am I to judge? Yeah, true. So he notes that on the 16th birthday uh, that witches get their power. And because Becca is 16, she probably is going to get her powers. And they kind of like, okay, whatever. They play like, it off. And, like, Becca's very, like, she's a very 21st century gal. And she's just like, do you think that has something to do with, um... Oh, what'd she say? She was like, it was like another way of like men claiming ownership over women or something. Oh, it was something um, like pretty sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so it was just another, yeah. Something about emasculation or something. It was very funny. I wish I remembered it. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, no, no. And he I was like, well, I think so. no. maybe not just that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like take it down a notch. Oh. <laughs> the girls, uh, once they buy the candle, Izzy also noticed that, oh, like, there's Angelica leaves. Yeah, she's like, there's free and- shit? I'll take yeah. it. Which I'm like, Gil- fucking saying, girl. Mm-hmm. And Gilbert says, like, oh, yeah, they're for if you need to get rid of curses or spells. And then she's like, oh, sorry, Becca is, yeah. Izzy's, like, down with it, but Becca's, like, okay, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the girls travel to the forest where they place the crystal that they bought. And it is and... the Forbidden Wood. It's, like, the same spot where Hannah was. Yes. <laughs> For those of you who don't know where that location was, it was right here. Right here on the spot that they are at. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Real quick question for you about that specific spot. I thought uh-huh. for sure that that was where their cottage was. Yeah. I thought for sure that that's where they had, like, put their cottage. And, like, I, we were, like, going to get there and, like, the rest of Salem had, like, been, like, built around it or whatever. But, no, yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't. So that was interesting lore to me that they yeah, had this incredible spot in the woods that wasn't their house. Yeah, because I remember that the first film had it in the woods yeah like, and then it and then it it then it was like on the edge of the woods yeah and then now the magic shop has taken over and there's stuff built there's stuff around. around it which like makes sense i mean 30 years of progress or whatever yeah but i just thought i just thought that that spot because they were 16 you know or she yeah. bet midler was 16 so i thought that was like where they would have built their house and then that would have made sense for the 40 years later for the the house to be in the woods but it's a different spot different locale they said no we'll go to that spot when we need it (laughs) uh once they like the candle um and then kind of begin the birthday ritual Mm -hmm. they do this chanting and the candle immediately turns into this roman candle yeah it looks like uh yeah it looks like one of those fake out like birthday candles that you can't blow out or like a sparkler yeah basically and before becca douses it with water because they're like freaking like her little hydro flask she's just like nope i got that and then she's like god gilbert it was a sort of forest fire 
<laughs> yeah, they were so concerned about forest fire, which I was like, I was I really been, glad like, that same, they. Girl. Mm-hmm. Especially in California, we mm-hmm. got we got shit. We we are concerned here, but I don't know about in in Salem. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're having the same situation. Who knows? The light itself then turns into the black flame candle, mm-hmm. like and then they're like, lifts. "Oh fuck!" Yeah, they're like the they're fuck like, is this fuck. bullshit? <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> so while a voice. In the distance, uh, sings Sarah's hymn, which is that come it little is, children. It is Sarah this time. It ain't a stacked British lady. It no, is Sarah. a teeny tiny American lady. <laughs> yes. Then it's like silent, and they're like, oh my God, it's like really silent, very awkwardly. And then the ground shakes, and it breaks and open. And it breaks open, and it's like red light, and they're like, well, that's fucking hell. And then Izzy's like, nope. <laughs> she like tries to book it i love the way she says it no so yeah and then they go and hide behind like one of the dead logs and then it like goes dark yeah for for them and they're like oh my god it's dark like where's the moon like like, and then then you hear winifred and she's like lock up your children yes salem we're back and then they just go into singing. Yeah, the witches are back. Yeah, music just starts playing, and then they're like, "We were running wild and so wild." <laughs> and you're like, "What's happening?" Here's my thing. Great introduction, first of all, to the Sanderson sisters. A little bit of a technical thing for me. The lighting was askew. Yeah. The lighting was a little too bright on them. It was a little too spotlighty. Consi- ha- just like for how the rest of the scene was lit yeah a but little this too is somebody artificial. who's worked in a lighting and grip department talking for like eight years so like yeah take that with a grain of salt but it was just a little too much we could have gone down a little bit and it still would have been great and it still would have like done the yeah. accomplished the same thing it was just it was just a little bright for me i was like oh yeah. i can see the shine on the forehead <laughs> all that said phenomenal yeah. entrance Phenomenal Amazing. entrance, ladies. Also, Najimi looks fucking good. Yes. I mean, all of them look fucking good, but particularly Najimi to me looks like, good job, Najimi. I don't know what you've done in the last 30 years, but congratulations to you. So the girls are like, they're what I can take over. The girls are like, yeah. uh, <laughs> the girls are like freaking out. And Becca's like, we got to get out of here. And Izzy's like, I cannot stop watching them. <laughs> Yeah. And then Becca's like, Izzy, come on. And so they start getting, and then, and then Izzy's like, who are they even performing for? And then out of nowhere, like literally, because we had just seen Sarah dancing with everybody else. Sarah's in front of them and she's like, you. And they're like, oh, fuck. And then they turn around and Jimmy's like, you. (laughs) And they're like, shit. And then Bet's like, or excuse me, Winifred is like, we're not going to let teenagers trick us anymore. We're just going to skin them alive and eat them. And then they're like, wait, 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 wait. we are not teenagers. <laughs> we are 40 because we brought you back. And, um, you know, we do the life potion all the time. 
And then yeah. the witches are like, oh my God, you look great. I mean, oh my God, such great position. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they're like, yeah, we just we idolize you, and then and then when he's like, oh, death, death, my, oh, <laughs> like, wouldst thou like to look upon me? <laughs> yeah, she's like, thou doth worship us. <laughs> thou doth worship us, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, they also noted that the they noted that oh like we're, we don't do potions anymore there's lotion now and then for they're you. like lotion lo- oh like potion lotion like potion and then they're like yes exactly like a potion kind of and they're like yeah. we have a whole youth and beauty industry now and they're like an industry and they're like yeah they're like okay but like what if, how do we get the children and they're like oh you don't need to get the children they've already demised and then the jimmy's like oh that sounds like a lovely time hack thank you kindly and then uh sarah and then sarah's <laughs> like there's no more luring children to their demise i delighted in the luring Twas my only job Alas! <laughs> but uh, Winnie and Sarah both say, alas, in the same way yeah. at the same time, but it's very funny. After a short meeting with each other, the sisters agree to go to the lotion lair. Yeah. And they... T- Too sweet! They t- now! <laughs> <laughs> they take them to a nearby Walgreens. Which is uh, so fucking funny. When they, like, revealed that, oh, it's a Walgreens, it did it look makes, like a commercial. It did. Like, it made so much fucking sense. I'd be perfect product placement. Good job, Walgreens, yeah. for investing your money mm-hmm. into this. Um, because, I mean, I might have to not go to CVS anymore. Um, <laughs> so they're, like, outside of Walgreens, and they're, and, like, when he's like, oh, look at it. It glows from within. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Becca and Izzy, like, go through the doors. And then they freak out about like, that. They're like, she Ooh. must be very powerful. <laughs> the gates opened for them. <laughs> and so Bet's like, well, I'm powerful, too. And then she, like, walks in and, like, you know, she's Bette Midler, so it's fucking comedic as shit. And then, and then SJP's next, and she almost looks like she's about to, like, go into double dutch. Like, she's got, like, she's going, like, back and forth on either foot. Yeah. And then she jumps in. And then, for some reason, Mary farts (laughs) when she walks in. And I'm trying to figure out why that happened. Because I don't understand. Like, I think yeah. in the first one, she burps. And so maybe they're like, you know what's funnier than a burp? A fart. Which, <laughs> to be fair, is a fact. I'm pretty sure. Um, farts mm-hmm. are funnier than burps. But don't know why it happened as she was walking inside of a, of a Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. Or at all. I mean, like, we didn't need it. <laughs> uh, I guess, like, maybe because, like, Bet and Sarah had their own bed that I guess they didn't want Najimi to be left out type yeah, of thing. Yeah, but she could have, like, she could have done something else that wasn't a little... Yeah. <laughs> Once they go inside, they take them to, like, the lotion layer. Mm-hmm. And instead of just, like, putting lotion on it, they just start drinking it and eating the product. Yeah, they basically. and it's fucking funny shit. And then, like, like, like Winnie's, like, drinking, like, some serum of some kind and then she's like mm, floral with a woodsy finish <laughs> and then uh jimmy gets into like a like a replenishing mask and then she's yeah. like "Ooh, winnie look a face of a child 
<laughs> and then she like bites into it and then and then when he's like oh what does it taste like and then she's like raspberry <laughs> and then like, it's like shares they with like both just start sharing each other and then like and then uh, Sarah's like, oh, Winnie, look, retinol. What a lovely name for a child. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fucking funny as shit. It was also at around this point that the teenagers was like, okay, like, now's our chance to leave. But then a Jimmy, like, does the same thing, like, earlier yeah. that just quickly, like, shows up. Yeah, she's just like, like, what are you doing? Oh, also, so so they tell them, like, to follow the aisles, and so they have to figure out what an aisle is, and and then and then they're, like, so they, like, walking down, and they do the classic walk. They do yeah. the classic the- walk down the aisle, the whoo, 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 walk. And uh, I hope everybody knows what I mean by that. And so, like, that's fun. And then, is it me, or is Najimi's wig off a bit in this scene? Her hair seems um, more straight and less... And less of a yeah, I of think a this like situation. The, it seems more like this and less like this. Yeah, it was right? like leaning. It, yeah, was, it was straight. I and don't leaning. know. Maybe hair and makeup ran out of time. I don't know, but it looked a little a little off. Yeah, having seen it, because I think I, I've seen it at least once a day since last Friday. So, oh, wow. so I'm on like what watch seven or eight at this point. So I'm starting to notice things. <laughs> and. And uh, I was like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> but yeah, so she pops up behind him and she's like, where do you think you're going? We're going to keep you around just in case we want to eat you. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know. And she, she does that. She does that little laugh where she's like, <laughs> yeah. like she's like open up. Yeah. yeah that- <laughs> Almost wheeze cackle. So as they're drinking the, the floral with a woodsy finish and eating the mask and stuff, these kids. Like three t- yeah, yeah, the three teenagers arrived and asked like the sisters for a photo, and because the photo has a filter, the sisters believe that the lotion is working and it's making them younger. Yeah, and it's in this moment, when- like as they're taking the photo and as the chaos is happening with the kids, that Becca tells Izzy to go find as much salt as possible, and then Izzy's yeah. like, "Why?" And then she's like, "Well, because it protects against dark magic. That's what Gilbert's always said." And she's like, "You're gonna trust Gilbert?" And she's like, "I mean, we don't have anybody else to trust right now, basically." And so, so they're waiting for this moment, or waiting for a proper distraction. So Izzy books it in this moment as they're like yeah. as they've like are being fawned over but when uh i think sarah notices the dome mirror mary sees mirror? it first and then oh, mary yeah sees mary it. sees it she's like uh oh when it's like the security mirror like yeah. in, usually in the corners or whatever and so like it but they really clown distort it like like nobody looks like that in a security mirror uh, but they really fucking distort it and so winnie and sarah both like look up and they're like ah! They're like, this was a fucking lie. And then, like, a Walgreens worker happens to be walking by in that moment because convenience. And then she, Bet, like, grabs him by the shoulders, and you're like, uh oh, it's Max all over again. And, um, and then she's like, how many children's souls are in these vials? And then he's like, what? She's like, how many children's souls are in these vials? And he's like, none. And then she, like, just kind of, like, pushes him away. And then she turns and she's like, teenager. And then Becca's like, no, uh-uh, no. <laughs> She's like, you've lied. <laughs> so Winifred goes and tries to attack uh, Becca with her spell, like her little, like, 
uh, the magic. Yeah. Yeah. The magic. Becca manages to dodge a couple of the shots and she runs into Izzy, who is the gathering the salt. And in a panic, Becca throws the salt in front of them. Yeah. Oh, but a little half circle. But during these, like, the magic whatever, striking strikings, Winnie takes out all the lights in the store. So now it's, like, dark. Mm -hmm. And thinking that, oh, like, they have the upper hand, Winnie tries to kill them, but the salt causes a barrier and then bounces off. But Becca's hand is glowing as she's pouring the salt. So mm-hmm. Winnie goes pow pow with her, you know, powers, and obviously it's gonna bounce off the salt, but it like shoots back at them, and they're like, "Holy fuck!" Like, like she, like, like you know, it was a fucking homer. It was a fucking home run, and uh, and then and then Mary's like, "Holy Lucifer, salt can do that." <laughs> Just the uh, way she talks. <laughs> yeah. So the girls uh, leave while the sisters try to figure out what the why, fuck just happened. You know, yeah, what just happened. And so the sisters like, oh, we gotta catch up to them. So Winnie grabs the only broom yeah. that's there. And then Sarah's like, Winnie, Winnie, what are we supposed to do? Because there's only one. And then she's like, find something. <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> okay. And so they do the thing that they do in the first movie when they like put down the brooms and it's like, like the first one that you see is a broom and then the second one was the mop and the third one was like the 1990s vacuum Mm -hmm. except only two get put down and one is the broom and then Uh one is a wet jet swiffer yeah and then you don't see a third one and then all of a sudden and so that's sarah on the wet jet and then all of a sudden najimi (laughs) starts like hovering out on what she calls broomies (laughs) Which is just like your, ba- like a very basic bitch-looking robot vacuum, mm-hmm. um, except she's got one per foot. Yeah, and she, <laughs> and she says something as she starts like taking off into the air, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, hanged in cowabunga. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why she says it, but it's very funny. Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs> So once all of them have their own versions of brooms, Becca and Izzy head back to the magic shop to confront Gilbert about the candle that they that he just gave them. Yeah. He apologizes to them, but knows that he could not summon the, si- the sisters because, you know. Yeah. And then they're like, wait, why couldn't you? And then, like, Izzy, like, gets it. And she's like, oh, ew! And then he's like, ew. <laughs> Like, like I'm not to, I'm not allowed to have had sex. And then this is kind of what we revealed that he, he always wanted to waken the sisters up, mm-hmm. like since he was a kid. We also know that the book is now awake mm-hmm. because Winnie tried to call it, and then it, it couldn't get out because of the straps. Yeah, his beacon. He couldn't. She couldn't shine his, shine his beacon. Yeah. So Gilbert takes the book out of the box. And an opus and causing the and he calls him shine. like buddy. He called. He's like, hey, yeah. buddy, and they're like, you guys like what? <laughs> the book is alive, <laughs> and um, and it's a lot of like, it's a lot of fun. But I think also during the as they're flying before this part, I think Winnie kind of like states their evil scheme, if you will, 
uh, and she's like, we're going to go back to the house. We're going to get the book. We're going to perform the spell. And we're going to run amok in Salem or something yeah. like that. And they're like, because like, and then like, like, like when he, when he says something of like, here's what our plan is going to be. And then like, they're both like, what is our plan, Winnie? What is our plan? You know? And so she's like, what? and then we'll run amok in Salem. And then of course, because we have to do it in the sequel, Sarah starts like flying, like almost lackadaisically, almost like almost going like completely un- upside down on a broom. She's like, and then bubbles fly out of her wet jet yes because she has a wet jet because she's got a wet jet and it's got the cleaner already in it Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's already ready for anyone to buy it (laughs) while like they're kind of like explaining what's happening the Mm -hmm. sisters arrive only to be sad that their house doesn't have the cobwebs or the smell of death or or sarah's lucky rat tails where are my lucky rat tails Yes. Um, Gilbert introduces to them as Gilbert the Great uh-huh. and states that they summon the book. Oh, sorry, he was like, Oh, yeah, I'm your huge fan. I was the one that like wanted you to wake up. And he kind of like does like a backstory of like, Oh, he was there when you got when they disappeared. Uh-huh. And oh, but that's wh- that's right after this next part, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's very uh, fine. Yeah. Yeah, so they summon the book from him only to drop it, and it's kind of funny because it does like the whole like coming to them, and then, and like, then it drops. Winnie almost gets her hands around it, and then it falls. And I need it stated that Sarah is behind Winnie as this happens. Yeah, and Mary's Mary's like already sniffing. She's like something is off, so she starts, you know you know, hounding, sitting the scent. And so we see, we see Winnie has like clearly dropped it herself. And then Mary turns around and she's like, hey, Winnie, Winnie, look who I found, the two 40-year-old teenagers. (laughs) And then then Winnie's like, and then she like turns and gives Sarah the book and she's like, hold this, don't drop it like you just did. She was nowhere near it. And then she walks over and she's like, Maddie, throw them in the dungeon. And then uh, and then Gilbert's like, the dungeon? And then she like zaps it open and then Mary like throws both of the girls down there. She does quick spell. She's like, you won't be able to get out. You won't be able to contact anybody, get out. Nobody's going to hear you. You know, like mm-hmm. bing, bang, boom, goodbye. And yeah. then she zaps the floor shut again. And now... Gilbert yes. starts telling his tale. Yeah, so he explains that he saw them on Halloween nights, 1993. His candy was just stolen, so it was already stolen a bad by, night. by a bunch of boys. So we yeah, know a bunch that it of boys. was. We know that it was. What's his name? Ray and Ice. Yeah, it was like John, Jay and Ice. Max. Yeah, I mean it's not Max. Jay and Ice. But I don't know what yeah. his name is, but the blonde guy in Ice. Once Alice, Max, and uh, Danny like left the scene, Gilbert finds the book and then created the black candle and waited for the opportunity to revive them. And Mary then spots Trask's flyer, uh, noting that Uh-oh, Reverend Trask- Winnie! <laughs> what is that, you insolent fool? It is the Reverend. He is alive. No, you ninny. <laughs> you must 
<laughs> he must be a descendant of some kind. Yeah. Though Mary not noted that they should have killed the entire family when they had the chance. And this is kind of like the part where, like, they kind of, like, walk, like, a f- few steps. Yeah, it's about perfectly face. fucking choreographed. Good job, Ian Fletcher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Mary's walking sideways along the camera. And then uh, Winnie and Sarah are walking towards to and from the camera. Yeah. And they all walk and turn about face at the same time. At the yeah. same time, it is just like th- throughout this movie, everything is so perfectly choreographed. Which I'm glad that I now know that she was actually a choreographer beforehand. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because everything is so choreographed to a T throughout. They do little shit like that all the time, and it is so funny and good but yeah so they're like they're pacing and they're deciding what the hell they're gonna do and i honestly i don't think i've ever listened to the actual plot or like what they're saying during this scene i'm too focused on the fact that they are perfectly turning in sync they are in sync and they're even like like bet and sarah are turning the exact same way like they're both turning left or they're both turning right and yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun. Though Mary noted that they should have killed the entire family when they had the chance, Winnie notes that they were too young. And then Mary also wonders if they should make life potions again. But this is when Winnie states that, uh, that she is done with potions and just wants to cast the M- Magikai Maxima. Maxima. To eliminate Trask and take revenge on Salem. Mm -hmm. And Winnie tries to open the book. And this is kind of like the part where we start to know about the book's personality. The book's really, he has a personality. Yeah. So she tries, yeah. So she tries to open the book only for the book to just shut it. Yeah, she tries to like go to the actual spell and he's like, nope, not today. And then she's like, hey. And then, like, she keeps, like, trying to flip it, and then and then the book keeps shutting on itself, and then it just stays shut. And then this whole time, Sarah's like, oh, the book does not want to do that. And then the girl, we cut to the girls downstairs, and they're like, the book doesn't want, the book has a personality? And it's like, they're like, what? And then, like, and then Sarah's like, the book does, and I'm having mixed emotions about helping you. And, and Mary, or Sarah's doing that, and Mary's, like, she's like, trying to help but also being like the book doesn't want to do it though Winnie like and then Winnie starts trying to nom on it like to get it open and then Mary's like oh no 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 Winnie not your teeth through your collie card (laughs) (laughs) so then finally bet or like he starts flying he tries to fly up and side to side and like like to get out of her grasp so he can be like or I'm I'm sorry I'm giving him pronouns trying to like go up and down and side to side and and etc and then uh and then she's like this is enough and then she like throws it on the throws it on the thing and then she like zaps him open she's like show me the spell and then it goes and then it cuts to a warning page and she's like i do not care about warnings (laughs) and then she like flips the page over they read the ingredients and etc. So once uh, Gilbert is like, oh, like, do you guys need help? Winnie was like, oh, do you guys, do you have the hourglass that we had? And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I certainly do. And then he shows it to them. So then Winnie orders him to fetch all the ingredients that they need for the spell, or else his life will be taken once the last grain of the hourglass passes through. 
And, and he's and like, was, fuck, why did I keep the fucking hourglass? Yeah. Also, like, the hourglass was just, like, dousing in the sand. I'm like, wow, he does not have that much time. Yeah, it was a huge hourglass. I know I've already referenced Aladdin, but it is very, I mean, it's not that huge. It's not, like, no. big enough to, to, put, to put Jasmine inside of. But no. it's intricate like that hourglass. Mm-hmm. And it is the Sanderson hourglass. And he's like, the Sanderson out? N- no, we don't have it. And then they, they're, the Barry's like, I guess we'll just have to kill you then. And he's like, oh, the hourglass with an H. Yes, yes, I think I know where it is. <laughs> and, and while he's finding, we got to talk about this part too. While he is finding said hourglass before they do the spell and everything, Cobweb, the black cat, drops in front of the three of them and they all gasp and like jump back and shit and then Sarah's like Thackeray Binks is he still alive I know it is you Thackeray and then when he's like about to like fucking kill the cat because they all think that's Thackeray and then he's like no 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 no, kill him it's just a cat (laughs) and then they're like "Mm, okay and uh, (laughs) so then he like pulls out the hourglass and then they like bind him to said hourglass and they're like you gotta get all this shit here's a list of shit and then they're like oh but it requires a lover and then Mary's like all of our lovers are long gone and then when he's like it'll be no problem we'll we'll just dig up my we'll dig up my ex-lover Billy and then Sarah's like um Winnie he was my lover and then she's like nonsense you were just a fling <laughs> So Winnie places the book on the shelf, uh, kind of like in like a bookshelf that has similar copies I think, to it. Yeah, I think they're like they're like take homes. They're like it's like your yeah. own, you know, fake book of you know fake magic and shit that he like made or whatever to sell. Yeah, she places uh, the book on the shelf and then heads out to find Trask. Becca tries to FaceTime Cassie once they're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, warning her that the sisters are after her father, but the curse only shows this black screen to Cassie, and this causes Cassie to believe that, oh, it's just a butt dial, and hangs up. Mm-hmm. And Izzy then brings out the Angelica leaves, uh, believing that it may break the curse. I mean, you simply <laughs> never know. She's like, look, we got it, might as well try it. And then Becca's yeah. like, yeah, I guess, I mean, sure. She's very blasé for being so gung-ho in the beginning about shit. Yeah. She's very blasé throughout the rest of this. She's very much the reluctant hero, except for the fact that she was, like, super into it when at the start of her birthday. And now yeah. she's like, nah, this is dumb. And I'm like, but you're the one that brought the rock to school. Or the stone, or whatever it is supposed yeah. to be. Like, you're, you're the one that is into it. Why do you act like you're not? Yeah, I, I, that I don't understand, because uh, I understand like the hero's journey and shit, but like, like obviously, I mean, like I have two degrees in writing, I understand the hero's journey, but like, I don't, I don't understand why she herself, Becca, is just like, mm, guess I gotta do it, and I'm like, girl, you should be the one convincing Izzy to do this shit. That's my personal opinion. That's true. That's true. While that's happening, Gilbert tries to dig up Billy Butcherson's grave, and he only for he uh, oh. he like ripped. He's like he's like I don't know how the how I'm gonna get this done in a night. I gotta dig six feet. He's like talking to himself, and then he like 
first 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 dig it's he's like mm, that's not six feet and then billy just like pops out and he's like the fuck you digging up my grave for bro but yeah i mean he freaks out because because i mean who wouldn't as fucking zombie like a, yeah. a, a reawakened corpse is just like but burst burst out of this fucking grave that's supposed to be six feet was barely six inches um into the ground and then and then he's like you do not get to eat my brains and billy's like what i'm yeah he's like i'm the good zombie he's like i'm a good zombie but also like what do you mean eating brains like he has no idea what the fuck this shit is because you know zombie things didn't necessarily exist or at least like the lore that we have now uh in 1653 and um so so he's like i'm a good zombie and then he's like were you there that night and he was like yeah how long ago was 1993 (laughs) he basically says that he was never properly put to sleep again so he's just been hanging out in his grave since 1993 just like you know i don't know what zombies do just hanging out telling himself some stories i guess probably yeah gonna be a bored fucking life hanging out with bugs yeah. Uh, this one's oh, name and is then, Steve, and this roly-poly's name is Irving. <laughs> this is when Gilbert's like, oh, you're Billy Burgesson, and then kind of talks about his lore, being like, oh, yeah, yeah you're you, Winnie's, you're Winnie's lover, lover. And you cheated on her with Sarah, and that's why your lips are sewn shut, because she didn't want you to say anything in the afterlife. And he's like, fuck you! He doesn't say that, because it's a PG movie. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, no, I just kissed her. Like it wasn't anything else. And then he's like, he feels that she ruined his reputation forever. And as Billy heads back to his grave, uh, Gilbert lies that he is doing a spell to kill Winnie. And this is when he, when uh, this causes yeah, Billy Billy's to stop in his tracks. Just like, yeah, let's fucking get this shit done. Yeah. So he makes a deal that if Billy helps gather the ingredients, that uh, he will change the oral history of Billy Butcherson. Mm-hmm. While that's happening, the sisters then head to the festival uh, while Izzy and Becca burn the leaves. And <laughs> uh, when they lit the leaves on fire, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, so now what are we supposed to do? And I'm just and- sitting there like, girls, you just lit leaves in a basement in a witch's house on fire yeah i'm shocked that only that ring of angelica leaves started burning and that they weren't just immediately engulfed in flame like especially like if there were other dead leaves like nearby Mm -hmm. oh like just Mm -mm. and all that dust that must be down there oh yeah the dust and the you know all of the wood and shit yeah take that much but they start chanting. Uh, they start waving yeah, and chanting. They kind of like wave. And while they're waving their hands over the leaves, Becca's hand glows again. Uh-huh. And it causes the basement not only to open, but also the staircase to appear. Yeah. Becca then calls Trask and reveals that Cassie is throwing a party uh, with boys. And though at this time he is in line for this candy apple. And this is something that he talked to Becca and Izzy about earlier. I don't know. I don't remember us mentioning it. 
But this no, is something no. that they taught that he he was like, you guys are gonna come to the festival, right? Like this lady's gonna be here with her candy apples, and we only got her. She was on some like, she I don't know. It's some sort of anagram that they must be cool with popular people called GMA. <laughs> and then they were like, Good Morning America, and then uh, and then he's like, I don't know. I mean like, but it's it's a pretty big deal, guys, and. Uh, so all he wants is a candy apple. That is literally the mayor's goal for this day is to get a fucking candy apple. Yeah. Can you imagine coming from a writing standpoint and you're like, what does the name, what, 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 what's going to motivate the mayor? Ah, yes. A singular candy apple. That's his motivation for this entire story. Yeah. What a delight. <laughs> The ending for him, like, it kind of just ends there after this one particular event that happens, yeah. but, um... But it's just, he just wants a fucking candy apple. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah, so he's in line for said candy apple, and he's fucking stoked, and, like, he's, like, being, like, cute, weird dad, you know, like, talking to other people in line, he's like, can you believe that the candy apples are here? And they're just like, I mean, I'm in line for one. <laughs> he's like, get ready! Get ready. <laughs> and then he gets the call and then and then Sebecca's so like at a at a party with boys and then he turns around to the people behind him and he's like, Do you mind saving my place in line? My daughter's about to ruin her life. Or about to yeah. ruin her future. Fun fact about the people behind him, they were dressed up as the devil and uh, a lady with An uh, angel? kind of No, a lady with um, hair curls. And it's, like, in reference to the first film with Gary Marshall oh, and Penny Marshall. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. It's yeah. true. You're right. They're like, yeah, sure, like, whatever. So he, he leaves. And Becca then finds the book after, like, noticing. Uh, and when they're looking for the book, we keep cutting back to the book. And the book has started sweating. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, my God, she's about to find me. And it's so funny. But it's like a full-on just, like, drop of sweat yeah, going, it's like, down the, <sighs> going down its cover. So once she finds the book, she tries to take it with her. But then the book kind of flies up above and does whatever it, do it can do to, to get... shake Becca off of him or yep. them. And to go back to the shelf because that is what Winnie that is where Winnie him put to. him, mm -hmm. and that is where he will stay. Damn yeah. it! They're like, okay, like you know, we can't do anything. Let's just leave it for right now. And when while that's happening, the Sanderson encounters oh, they a man. They decide to go to Cassie. Oh yeah, they decide to go to Cassie, and uh, I think they take they take um, his trolley, which. <laughs> Apparently, Gilbert owns a trolley. Yeah, and he so owns they're a driving trolley. the trolley to Cassie's house. So, meanwhile, the Sandersons encountered this man who is like, "Oh, you're the Sanderson sisters. Like, oh, do you, do you want to go to the stage?" And Winnie is like, "Oh, don't I?" Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, "Always." Yeah. And he's like, "You guys so, must be looking for the stage." And she's like. And so they go up. So, yeah, keep going. They go to the stage, and it's holding a look-alike Sanderson sisters contest, uh, and it's just like a bunch of people, uh, like a group of threes per you know group, mm -hmm. 
just kind of dressed up as San- the Sanderson sisters, or at least similar to the Sanderson mm-hmm. sisters. And they decide to join. And yeah. and he's like, what's your... He's like, all right, fella, because it's a drag queen contest, or they, that's how they make it seem. And so he's like, yeah. he's like, all right, fellas, what do you want to call yourselves? And then Winifred takes the bike, and she's like, the original. <laughs> and... Uh, and so he's like, well, all right, how original. So then they, like, start, like, looking at all of the other Sanderson sisters. And, like, so, like, Sarah's like, hi, me, hi, me, hi, me. And then uh, Mary goes up to this guy, and he's got a full-on beard and goatee, but he's dressed <laughs> like her. And she's like, oh, my God, is that what I look like? Damn, girl, we are foxy. <laughs> and then and Winnie, meanwhile, has gone up to the 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 people who Jeanette listed earlier, the drag yeah. queens, and she is staring at the Winifred, and she's like, lose the teeth. And he's like, mind your business, girl. And, uh, and then she goes, huh! And then she, like, like, puts her nose in the air and, like, walks away from him (laughs) yeah so once their introduction is completed the mc announces the winner and it turns out it's none of them but like this one group of people that you know kind of were in more of like like a scantily clad version of the the sanderson sister yeah the sexy version this causes winnie to like freak her shit out She's yeah. like, how dare I lose a contest about myself? And so, and, keep going. Yeah, and then also uh, Sarah was like, we would, we would. Yeah. yeah. So Winnie, uh, she goes up to the lady who has the trophy, and she starts ripping it from her. And then everybody's, like, booing, and she's like, see, nobody agrees with the with the results. You you have to leave. Get out of here. And so they're like, okay, damn, like, I'm not going to be a part of this. And then Winnie starts, like, doing a shtick, and then uh, the drag of the three, I think it's the drag Sarah, is like, oh, she's yes. doing a bit. <laughs> and then she's like, or, like, she turns, she's like, yes. And then she, like, throws the trophy at, like, one of the judges' heads, and he, like, passes out and shit. And then he's, like, and then the MC's, like, calm down. And then she's, like, she's, like, you're, like, fools all of you, or, like, something like that. And then, uh, and then she's, like, everybody, get off my altar. And so everyone, everyone starts, like, leaving. Um, and then, and then she's, like, and then, like, to the band that's on the stage, she's like, and you just try to keep up. <gasps> One, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, and they played, like, a rendition of One Way or Another. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's so uh, good. I mean, like, I was like, how are they possibly going to even match I Put a Spell on You? Yeah. And, like, because all they're trying to do is find Trask, like, it's a, it's really good. Also, it's just, like, a lot of fun. It's just, like, a really fun rendition of one way or another. Yeah. Basically, they put, like, a spell on the audience that... Like they did. It's the same spell that they did with the parents um, at the town hall. Except it's a little bit more choreographed, which, honestly, I like that a lot more. I kind of wish that 30 years ago Ortega was like, okay, yeah, but let's have everybody start doing, like, the same thing. Um, Yeah. (laughs) 
Because now that I saw that, I was like, oh, that would have been great. That would have been great in the first one. Because they, like, yeah. they start, like, leaning to the right, and then they start leaning to the left, and then they lean back, and they lean forward, and then they, like... Yeah, they, like, do the They're, clap. like, clapping together, and you're like, I'm fucking into this. The trance kind of causes the audience to go look for Trask for mm-hmm. the sisters. However, because they're doing the choreography while searching for him, it's slowing them down, so the sisters decide to fan out, yeah, but find nothing. Yeah, they're, like, yeah, so, like, they, like, they fan out, and they're, like, looking for everything... And like it shows like like Sarah, I forget what Sarah does in her cutaway, but she does something, and then Winnie, like peeks into a window, and it's two guys watching the original Hocus Pocus, and it's the Penny and Gary Marshall bit. Um, yeah. Mary's cutaway is like her looking at a window, and then there's a kid, and she goes or something like that, and like the kid like freaks his shit out. He's just like looking at all of his candy, and then he's like, "Oh my god, a lady!" <laughs> Which is like fucking fair, just like in his window. But it's also like, why are your curtains not drawn? It's nighttime, and yeah. Uh, so then they, it cuts back to them in the sky, and Mary's like, "Winnie, I don't know. I mean, I think I just need a snack and a stool." <laughs> Yeah, so Winnie's like, no, we're, we're going to keep going. And thinking that, okay, like, someone or something is going to lead them, them to Trask. Yeah. This is when they stumble upon Cassie's boyfriend. Mike. Who kind of, like, montage that's happening. He is, like, walking in town, like, on the sidewalk. Because he's and... all sad that the party got busted up. The party yeah. without any alcohol or sex. Yes. Because this is a PG movie, and that's what high schoolers do. They don't drink, nor do they have sex. Not a single one. They stumble upon him and chase him back to Cassie's house. While that's happening, Becca and Izzy head to Cassie's house to see if Trask is there. Yeah, they get there, like, right before Mike and the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. Cassie is still upset, notes that her father left to go back to back in line for the candy apple, but is grounded uh, in the process. And when the three uh, find the witches flying towards the house with Mike fall, like basically leading them to the like house. Like literally sprinting down the street. Yeah, they were like, oh, we gotta go inside. So then they go inside, but then the witches, like, managed to find them. Yeah. They do and... call Mike the village idiot, too, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's a pretty funny line, just because, y- you know, colloquialisms from their time, and it's like, yeah, he's a little dense. Yeah, they break in, but they begin to freak out when... It's the uh... same entrance, sorry, real quick. It's the same yeah. entrance... That they do in the first one when the door full on just falls down. Yeah. And so it's a lot of fun. And obviously they're, you know, like Mary and and, uh, and Sarah are on the same sides. And so it's like, call back the 30 yeah. years ago. As you were. They get inside. Yeah. But then they freak out that uh, Siri is turned on in one of the little, com- you know. Yeah. And boxes. so like at first. Well, okay. But first when he's like spread out. <laughs> And then Sarah full on like starts to like almost do splits and she's full on like starfishing. And then 
when he's like, not like that, you fool. <laughs> and like kind of shoves her away. And then Siri is like, sorry, I didn't catch that. Mary stares at it for a second. She's like, Winnie, there's a tiny woman in that box. And then she's like, what? What do you mean? This is and then she's like, could you repeat that? And then they both freak their shit out because there's a tiny woman in that box. Yeah. While they're freaking out, Trask manages to get a candy apple back at the festival, but he notices uh, a mob of people heading towards him, or well, like more dancing towards him. So then, thinking that it's a flash mob, uh, he tries to play along with it, but the mob just disperses. Yeah, once, like they and they're do point. they're they're like they're doing the dance still, and they're like surrounding him, and they're singing the um hidden Koryama hidden Koryama oh. like like the spell that they do in the first yeah song. yeah yeah they also yeah, do yeah. it in the song. Which is like another, I'm like, wow, that fits perfectly in this room. Like whoever did this, but they're like, they're like saying the chant over and over that like that, the actual spell that the girls do, the girls, <laughs> the witches do in the song. When the mob disperses, uh, he notices that someone took his candy apple. He just wants a all... fucking candy apple. Yeah. And then he just like cries into the heavens being like, oh my God, like I can't, I need my candy apple. <laughs> yeah. So back, well, like nearby, basically, uh, Billy tries to play uh, one of the games to gather the spider. Yeah, they, they need. need like some sort of like, I don't know. It's some sort of like type or decayed or something spider. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I guess like this one game only is the only one that has like a plush toy of a spider. Mm -hmm. So while that's happening, Gilbert's like looking at his watch and he's like, okay, like you do that. And then I'm going to leave, but you know, like, I'm, like, we'll, like he's like up. trying to get the rest of the ingredients that he needs. Yeah. So he encourages Bill to keep going. And back at Cassie's house, the sisters spot Becca in the garage. Yeah. And Winnie, Oh, man, uh, what's her name? Uh, Shishka Baby? It's Edward. It's Edward. <laughs> Becca notes that she has a potion, like one of the juice. The Aurelia Berry. Yes. So she's like, oh, like, this is the only one left in Salem. And, you know, like if you follow my directions like i won't pour it and becca manages to distract the sisters as izzy and cassie dump salt around them it's yeah but like so like they're like talking and like you know the sisters are trying to like one up her and she's trying to one up them and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. she goes now and then it's there's just like the quickest little the quickest little shot of uh it's it's more on it's on the three of them but it's more on bet and yeah. Beth's like, now. <laughs> she, like, looks around like, what the fuck do you mean now? <laughs> and it's like, it, I don't know why or who or how they decided to keep that in there. Because I, I think that most directors would have taken that out. But I thought it was hilarious. Now. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean now? <laughs> But it's in, you know, it's in that Winifred Sanderson voice. No. <laughs> Did you notice that? I thought it was hilarious. No, no, no. I didn't. I think I, I was, like, more focused on, like, oh, like, what's happening Yeah, next? that's fair. 
I'm yeah. at the point where I'm like finding my favorite little bits that nobody else will notice, but they're my favorite little bits. This causes the sisters to be trapped in a do- in a dome. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is and- like, damn, they should have just done that in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Bing, bing, boom, problem solved. <laughs> Sarah notes that they should cast a spell to free them to the girls. Like, they're like, oh, like, oh, no, sorry. It was she was talking out loud to her sisters being like oh maybe we should cast a spell to make oh sarah them. yeah yep yeah but the girls leave before the sisters break into a song and then winifred is like you don't fucking tell someone like she didn't say fuck it <laughs> yeah. but it's like you don't you don't tell someone that you're going to do something. That you wish to do unto them. <laughs> While that's happening, Gilbert heads back to the magic shop in hopes to turn the hourglass over. You know, thinking that, oh, if he turns it over, it could reset. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It remains The CGI down. in that moment is very, very well done. Because yeah, I kept, like, thinking well that I was going to see, like, a little, like, blip or something of, like, when he turns it over, it's fucked up. And, like, you notice just, like, something really quick. No. I couldn't spot anything. Because he keeps, like, he keeps flipping the thing over in hopes that, like Jeanette said, like, that the sand will change. But it keeps, it doesn't. Like, every time it, it's the same side up. Yeah. And, like, the CGI that they did there, or whatever special effect that they did there, was, like, very well done. Oh, yeah. While that's happening... Billy catches up and notices Gilbert's true intention. Yeah, he, like, sees the hourglass and he's like, They've cursed you! <laughs> so this causes Billy to leave. Last time I have a bromance. Yeah. And then Gilbert tries to explain to Billy, like, what's happening. But then he just takes his head instead. Yeah, he full-on just pops that yeah. head right off. While... <laughs> While Billy's head is being taken to the forest, he's trying to tell his body to, like, mm-hmm. not be a fumbling fool and, like, to follow his voice. Yeah. Which it's like, how can it hear? I have no idea. Yeah. That's my question. How can it hear? But, I mean, it is a great, it's a great callback to the first time he loses his head. Yeah. If not prolonged, which is even funnier. Um. <laughs> Back at Cassie's house, Izzy and Becca confront Cassie and Mike. Becca notes that Cassie never wanted to hang out with them alone and would always bring Mike with them and she also notes that Mike doesn't really like them and would make fun of their witchery. Just then Trask heads home. Yeah but 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 so they're saying like and Mike makes fun of us all the time he's like I don't make fun of you. I mean I think your witchy stuff is weird and like I'll tell you that but I don't make fun of you. And then they're like, did you just hear what you said? Pointing out somebody's differences and telling them that that's weird is making fun of someone. And he's like, oh my God, I have so many people to apologize to. And then they're like, did you really not know that? And then he's like, no. (laughs) He's such a, he's such a himbo in the worst way. Yeah. While that's happening, like they then see Traz like coming home and he opens the door the garage and discovers that the sisters are there and (laughs) and he's like oh an older crowd than i was expecting (laughs) the party's over ladies yeah and this is kind of when they think that oh it's 
like, oh, it's him. It's Travis. Mm-hmm. And he kind of impersonates he's Reverend like, Travis. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're the Sanderson sisters and I'm a Trask. Ooh, I'll play the Reverend. <laughs> yeah. I hate the Sanderson sisters. And then they're like, <gasps> they do that, like, that again, like, the, the step back, like, taking a yeah. back, grab your pearls thing together that they do sometimes. And, uh, and then he's like, mm. No, that was... Let me try it again. <laughs> let me yeah. take it from the top. <laughs> so he tries to offer a handshake and be like, Hi, I'm, you know, I'm Trask. But Cassie stops him saying, Yeah, she's like, like, yeah. Hey. And then they're like, yeah, they get excited. Keep going. I'm gonna let you take it from yeah. here. So, so they're like, oh, like, you know, Trask has a descendant. <laughs> the mm-hmm. bloodline continues. The bloodline continues. <laughs> Yes. Tras then explained to the girls that he is like, well, why are they here? They should go, like, you know, type of thing. Yeah, he's like, he's like, listen, I've had a very bad day. I, uh, you know, like, you had a party without my permission, and, like, it's just been, like, one thing after another, and, like, and then they're like, but at least you got... He, and he's like, and now I... He's like, he's like, and now I come home to the gothic golden girls just standing in the garage... And uh, and then and then they're like, but at least you got your apple, right? And he's like, actually, no, no, I did not, because when I went back a third time, she was out. <laughs> she was completely out of candy apples, and and so then I went to the Walgreens, and somebody turned off all the lights in there. Like, who turns off the lights in a Walgreens? So then I I I search in the dark and I find this and I don't even know if it's an apple. I'm sure it's not. It's probably a matzo ball. <laughs> but I'm going to eat it and I'm going to like it. Oh, you actually put that in the notes. I'm so sorry I stole your thunder. Oh, no worries. Like, yeah, so like the quote was like I don't even know if this is an apple in in here. No, it's probably a caramel covered matzo ball for all I know, but you know what? I'm going to eat it and I'm going to like it. <laughs> he heads inside, finished for the day, basically, mm-hmm. and the girls leave, and just then, Mary's broomies arrive. Yeah. And she calls them her broomies, as we've already said, but they kind of, like, become pets. Like, when they were first searching for the reverend, if you will, the mayor, out like at the party they like found they they keep finding mess and cleaning it up so like they found like i don't know like chips or cheetos or something like on yeah, the I ground think like popcorn that they, yeah popcorn and so like they were like hoovering that up and like sarah and mary were like you know like they're like aren't they so cute and then like like treating them like puppies so it's been like a, a bit throughout the whole thing and like like during one of the times when they were flying mary or Sarah, or Winifred was like, Sarah, what, or Mary, what the fuck is that on your feet? And then she's like, well, they were the last broomies that he had in the store, and he said that they have a mind of their own, and they do. Down, down, sit. <laughs> and like, they, she's treat, they're, they're like puppies for her feet that she rides, which is a very merry thing to have. Yeah. I would say. So they like start, they like turn up the driveway, and they start like, they start like walking like like rolling on over to them they're doing like that circle thing that they do when they're sad and they're all like crying but their heads are like touching and they're like walking in a circle and uh mary like turns and looks and she sees him she's like winnie winnie are you seeing this and then winnie's like what she's like my broomies they hate mess (laughs) (laughs) they hate mess (laughs) 
the brewies then go and kind of like sweep up all the salt, which allows them to be out of the doom, the dome that they're in. Uh-huh. And then as the girls are tar- talking outside, Winnie just like swoops down and then grabs Cassie. It's fucking wild. I mean, like, it's way scarier than pull over. Let me see a driver's permit. <laughs> <laughs> she just like yoinks that girl out <laughs> from the ground. Yeah, and um, while that's happening, Becca kind of, I guess like she's like holding her hands out in front of her and her hands begin to glow. Yeah, because she's like terrified for her friend and she's like, I have to protect her. So her like blue magic is like starting to trigger. Yeah. And then yeah. Izzy's like, oh my God, your hands. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, Let's not talk about it. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's just a fad. Let's go into the woods. We got to go into the woods. We got to help Cassie. Like, we can't focus on this right now. And it's like, I still don't understand your motivations, anti-hero. Yeah. Or reluctant hero. Yeah, basically. Not anti-hero. She's not anti-hero. No, no. She's like reluctant She's, she's hero. the reluctant hero, yeah. yeah. What happens to Mike in that? Did they like, did they hit him? No. So what happened was that when they leave, uh-huh. he he kind of like walks away but then he discovers billy's body right yeah just like billy uh, we mean billy like billy's headless body walking yeah His animatronic so he, head, headless body yeah so so he like screams and then like faints yeah that's falls. what it is yeah back at the woods gilbert places the ingredients around the crystallized tree trunk i believe it was yeah it was kind of like a like a crystallized trunk yeah it's like a hollow trunk and like it almost you know what it looks like it looks like those like geode rocks that like you like split yeah Yeah, except it's a tree yeah it's a tree uh so he also places billy's head kind of like in the center or like in the middle top of it and gilbert's like i'm really sorry man and then billy's like i have nothing to say to you you piece of shit (laughs) gilbert thinks that he he is safe and will not die that day but billy mentions that they might still they're gonna kill him anyways yeah (laughs) yeah he then tries to blow out the black flame candle he's like they can't kill me if i do that to them first and it's like dude it's a black flame candle yeah (laughs) Billy's like, yeah, like it doesn't blow out until sunrise. Like it has to burn through the the wax, basically. Yeah, it's no use. And the sisters arrive with Cassie. They full on just drop her like ten feet. Oh yeah, it's... she full on is just like, oh, I'm on the ground now. Billy is like, oh, like you wench, like. <laughs> yeah, he kind of almost recites the first one. So he's like, you wench. Yeah. Yeah, he does the wench. Given the fact that Winnie is like, oh, like, I feel like that you have a foul mouth. She shuts uh, Billy's mouth. And she also sends Gilbert away. But in a way where he is shocked and it flies, catapults in the air across, like, the forest, basically. Mm -hmm. And while he is flying away, Becca and Izzy spot him and are like, should we help him? And they're like, no, let's help Cassie first. Yes. (laughs) While the sisters cast the Magikai Maxima spell, Izzy notices uh, Becca's hands are glowing again. Izzy tells her, like, 
that she is a witch and wonders if she could use her magic to distract the sisters while Izzy goes and helps Cassie escape. But Becca's magic is weak and when she confronts Winnie and the sisters, mm -hmm. the shock that she puts on them is like like a very like almost kind of like um the type of shock that you get when like you after yeah, yeah you like rub your feet on the ground and like poke someone yeah mm -hmm. before winning could kill uh becca izzy and cassie then throw acorns at them and <laughs> so... yeah they just like that's our friend you witch like any opportunity to do a pun they any anything that they can say that's a pun they do sarah notes that uh she was getting frustrated and then she pointed at them, being like, don't do that. But then an electroshock comes out of her hands. Yeah, like full-on magic, purple magic comes out of her. And they both, like, all three of them stop, and they're like, what the fuck? And then Mary does her thing. She does, like, yeah, a little like, trigger. Pew, 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 pew. Wendy, look, it's me, too. And then, uh, and then like, so they're just, like, dancing around, like, with their magic. And Wendy's like... Okay. As Izzy and Cassie leave, per, like Becca's like, get out of here, get out of here. Yeah. Winnie orders Mary and Sarah to get them, but yeah, Sarah. She's like, she's like, you fools, don't let them go. Do your, do your fucking part. Yeah. And Sarah notes that she is a good witch and would like to be seen as such. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's pissed. She's like, she, she like, she zaps Winnie and she's like, I am a good and loyal sister and I am a good witch and I would like to be seen as such. And then Mary's like, ooh, she laid it down. She said she is a good and loyal sister. <laughs> she would like to be seen as such. And then, and then Winnie's like, go. And then they're like, yes, Winnie, right away, Winnie. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're really sorry. We're really sorry. We're really sorry. <laughs> and then Mary's like, I'll talk with her. <laughs> Uh, so as uh, Winnie shoots Becca to stay down, because she is shot down but by the magic, and Becca orders her to stay down, but Becca tells the book that it doesn't have to listen to Winnie and to make its own choice. And this is when the book starts to be like, oh, I had a choice type, you know, yeah. type of feeling. It's like, I d it's, it's more like, an, I feel like it's more of an affirming thing. Or I read it more as like, the book's like, I do have a choice. I don't have yeah. to do everything when he says, you're right. But like, Becca at first, the way she's talking, when he thinks that she's talking to her, and then she's like, I'm talking to the book. And then, yeah. and then, so the book like floats over to Becca and they make eye contact, Winnie and the book do. And uh, Benny's like, Benny? <laughs> Bro TV, the book and Winnie. Uh, and then, but Winnie's like, I don't need any book. And you're like, okay, damn. Yeah, because at this time, the book goes to Becca and considers Becca as its new owner. Mm -hmm. Becca runs and joins Cassie and Izzy and asks the book what they can do. So the book opens to the Magicai Maxima. Uh, Maxima, but Becca knows that she's she's not interested she's in like, being like I don't powerful. I know I'm not winning. I don't I don't want this and then it like shakes itself at her and then yeah. Izzy's like, 
I think it wants you to read the warning. And then yeah. they both look, Cassie's like, what? And then they both look at her and they're like, oh yeah, the book's alive. <laughs> she's like, okay. Once Becca reads through the section, it reveals that the spell will take anything that the person loves in exchange for the all ultimate power. Uh, so the sisters then fly overhead and try to attack them. And though Becca prote- protects her and her friends with the barrier, yeah, but it when he just to... it a, calls it a pala trick, yeah, <laughs> it begins to break down. And knowing that the spell mentioned that the powers were meant to be shared, Izzy asks Becca to give uh, them one of her hands. And once she does, Cassie and Izzy grab the hand and kind of make the barrier stronger. Yeah. Though the girls have the book, Winnie then notes that she doesn't need it and can complete the spell without it. And as they fly away, Becca notes that they have to tell them before it's too late. It's kind of like this whole back and forth where we're seeing the sisters say the spell while the girls are running towards them trying to catch up yeah however it is too late and the sisters have completed the spell they celebrate the eternal power and life yeah like sarah's like oh my god guys look the black flame candle is out and yet we we are still here and then they're like oh my god oh my god they're like freaking their shit out once the girls arrive they note that the spell will take whatever winnie valued the most and though winnie dismisses the warning Mm -hmm. sarah and mary begin to vaporize into like magical dust and it's really pretty oh yeah like the way like they're it starts with their hands and their hands are it's it's really pretty like good job special effects um yeah and like (laughs) sarah's like winnie winnie my fingers are blowing away with the wind or something like that it's really depressing and sad and then and then mary's like oh man me too and can i can i say the next part okay so then um they start to like to to disappear like blow away and they both do the exact same goodbye that they did 30 years before so like mary goes bye-bye and then she like fades away and then but they do opposite because last time Sarah went first and then and then Mary went. And so Mary went first this time and, and then Sarah went. And Sarah like spreads her arms out a little bit. And she's like, goodbye. And then they they both are dust. And you're just like, well, it's a little sad. It's quite yeah. sad. Because even though they're evil witches, like they should still be together. Yeah. And this is kind of like the part where Winnie is like, oh my God, like they're gone. Like, and mm-hmm. she's it's starting to come to her yeah and she asks the book to undo what she did but becca notes that there is no use uh this causes uh to reveal that she loved her sisters very much yeah they're and... like she was like they were my partners in an unholy you know whatever <laughs> and like it's so like sweet and she they give bet this like lovely monologue and of course you know Be- i mean bet famous on stage and screen so like she does the monologue like it's nobody's business did you know that she is 76 years old yeah she's 
She's a she's Pretty. she's doing real good for seventy six years old. Holy hell! Because like I was like, I'm trying to like my grandparents at seventy six were not that. No. Like they were they were like old old, at seventy six. Yeah. yeah. But, she's looking great, making fabulous movies. Good for her. Anyway, so she delivers this like amazing monologue, and the first time I watched it, I I I got choked up. I was like, oh. Yeah. It was so sweet. Yeah, I I teared up a bit when that moment mm-hmm. happened, and then she was kind of like asking the book to like do old times' sake and to help her out. Yeah. But then the book is like his eyes kind of cast down, yeah. being like, "Oh, I don't, I can't decide. I don't know. I mean, like you kind of fucked me over, but and then book decides to help." Or, like, yeah. in, in the only way that it can. Yeah, so he opens, like, a page of, like, a particular spell. And though Becca warns Winnie that she, if she is fine giving up all of her powers, Winnie knows that she wants to be with her sisters. Yeah, she's like, basically, there's no point if I don't have my sisters. Like, what is yeah. the point? Mm-hmm. So they cast a spell. Uh, kind of doing the same thing where Becca would say one thing and then Izzy and Cassie would do that like big at the good yeah type of uh it's just a copa to malica mystica yeah they cast a spell and winnie is like oh okay like what now like are they coming back and she's like did you read it right like because like yeah and she she also like she can't look in the book anymore because she said something about like what she say. She that, said something that she basically that couldn't they, look in the book. Yeah, it was something that oh, like uh, they're the new covens. Like, yeah, the so new witches. so he's theirs. Like she can't read him anymore or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was something that affect or maybe I don't know. But she she couldn't like look to make sure that they did what yeah. they and she's like, no, we did it right. Becca explains that oh, it is going to reunite with your sisters, but to their to wherever they went not they're not coming, coming back, back to you you are going yeah. to them so she begins to kind of magical you know magically vaporize mm-hmm. and Which she thinks i sorry the more that i've watched it the more that i like it because they did have najimi and uh, sjp uh floating in air and she doesn't float in air when she starts to disappear so it is exactly like the first time that they disappear which is mm-hmm. kind of like, what a nice little bookend. Yeah. So she thanks them before disappearing. And then she's like, sisters? And then yeah. she kind of does like the same pose that she yeah. did. Before she started um, turning to stuff. There's still been like little flecks of, of witchy dust, if you will. And so it all swirls around together into one big ball of light. And it looks, it looks nice. Yeah, and then it explodes kind of like a like a white star or something and mm-hmm. then it kind of spreads the light all over the forest and then like the girls are kind of surrounded by like all these pretty lights and then that's it. That's the end of Winnie and like the sisters. And just then, after that sweet moment, Gilbert and Billy's body yeah. appears. And Gilbert is like, oh, I will save you. But Becca notes that the sisters are gone. They're like, we've already Gilbert. done that. Like, we're fully capable young women. Yeah. 
And then Gilbert's like, oh, thank God. Yeah, like, he's like, God, guys, my bad. Yeah. So he helps join Billy's body with his head before Billy starts to fade away. And this is when Billy's like, oh, I think I'm now that when he's when he's like spell, gone, gone. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's and undone. and the the um. Oh yeah, the, 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 the little what stitch is, marks. The stitches, yeah, the stitches disappear, and like he yeah. can like talk, and he's like, thank God, you know. He said that now that the Winifred spells have been undone, he's allowed to finally head to eternal rest. And mm-hmm. then he also kind of vaporizes as well. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. Before he vaporizes, the girls mentioned that, oh, he's Billy Winifred's lover. Because the <laughs> only thing, the only time that they've seen him is in this moment when Gilbert is literally put, popping his head back on. And they're yeah. like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> Gilbert shuts the sword down. And then and they're Thomas like, but says, that's what you said. You said that they were, le-. and he's like, I was wrong. <laughs> Uh, so he he says like no like that's not the the true story and then promises to Billy that he will tell the true story and then Billy thanks him before disappearing. Once that happens, Gilbert apologizes to the girls, uh, but they know that this caused them to be reunited. So maybe it wasn't that big of a deal or a bad thing. <laughs> he tries to take the book from. He's them. like, I'll take the book back. And then, yeah. like, I'll put it back where, you know, like, in, in its in its home. And, and then they're like, nah, I'm going to keep it. Because uh, he deserves to be not strapped to a table. Yeah. Because <laughs> he would like to be used. He's a living not, creature. Yeah. He would like to have someone open and mm. look through the potions. Yeah. But guy's like, no, we'll, we'll keep it. And as uh, the girls walk off into the night, in a similar manner as the Sanderson sisters, kind of like that. Yeah, they do. The, yeah, the 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 the, the 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 like you like swing your right foot in front of the other person, and then swing your left foot yeah. in front of the person on your left. That walk, and then they're and then in the like the the what's that the stuff that you do in the studio. The sound stuff you do in the studio, what's that called? Oh, the, the ADR. Yeah, yeah, in the ADR. They're like, oh my god, this is like the walk that they did in Walgreens. <laughs> and it's really funny. Yeah, and as like they're, you know, kind of like having fun and walking away, a bird similar to... Uh, I don't think one... similar. I'm pretty sure it is the same bird. <laughs> okay, so, so the bird's... That is exactly to the one that Mother Witch uh, shapeshifted into flies overhead and follows them behind. Mm-hmm. I think that it is Mother Witch. I think it's Hannah. Wink. <laughs> uh, so uh, in the beginning of the credits, the Sanderson sisters do a rendition of the you know we the witches are back mm-hmm. song. They're in like a studio. Yeah, they're like, like full on just like dancing around a studio. Yeah, in full costume and full like attire and dialogue and everything. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, Bet uh, shouts lunch. She does, and <laughs> it's very funny and cute. After the credits. Uh, we see the black cat. Like, Disney from- literally puts on, a, like, skip credits. And so you click on that, and then it goes to another scene. Or you can watch all the credits, and then you'll see the other scene. The black cat uh, is seen in the 
magic shop and he walks over to the candle shelves and sits next to a candle box that is later labeled BF candle number two hinting that there might be another sequel who knows yeah and when I watched this with uh Colleen and and Anthony and Danny shout out um (laughs) Anthony was like what does that mean and I was like well black flame candle number two and he was like oh and then Colleen was like boyfriend candle (laughs) and then Danny was like best friend candle (laughs) too It was fun. So maybe it's just going to be a boyfriend. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be a boyfriend. It could be best friend. Or it could just be a black flame candle. Or it could be a guy named, you know, Biff. Yeah, or Bobby Farrell. Or... Bobby Farrell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is the end of the film. Uh, so yeah, what did, what did you think about it? I love it. I love it. I genuinely am so stoked about it. It It is... For me, I don't remember if I said this last time, but I've been telling people like nonstop. It's for me, it is the perfect amount of nostalgia to new story. And for me, it's like 85% nostalgia and like 15% new story. And like, that's perfect for a sequel that I've been waiting for for 30 years. And I say that like, I'm well, well into my 30s. I'm not, I'm 31. But, like, so it's like a sequel I've been waiting for my whole life, right? And they look good. I mean, 30 years has nothing on them. No. And that little powerhouse, little Winifred, oh, my God, she was great. (laughs) And the teens were good, too. Like, they're they're really good. Again, a little bit of a lesbian vibe at their first introduction. Yeah. But nobody's fault. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to... To not have a lesbian vibe with best friends these days, I feel. Yeah. Like last night, for instance, I was hanging out with my friend in Zynga in a bar that I didn't want to be at. And so she like wrapped her uh, her arms around my shoulders and I, oh, we know in Zynga, you, yeah, she's hosted before. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and like I had my arms around her waist and everyone was like, oh my God, you guys are cute. Not everyone, but like, like Colleen was like, what's going on over there? <laughs> I was like, let leave me leave us alone. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, I think any age group, but especially high school, it's kind of hard because like nobody knows what the hell's going on in high school. So like, well, you know. Yeah, you're like exploring. That's kind of like the beginning stages That's of beginning exploring. beginning of your exploring, yeah. For me, I... I love the dialogue. I felt that the dialogue was so, like, on point, and it was very quick. Mm -hmm. Like, it was funny because I was like, wow, this is, like, a two-hour movie. Mm -hmm. But it went so quick. It did. Because, like, I think it was, like, 30 minutes left, and I was like, whoa, there were, like, so much that happened. They packed a punch. Yeah, it was, like, really good. Yeah, each moment is, like, worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really love, like, the little bits, like, the old lady, like, leaving her house only to come back in and say, well, that's it for today. (laughs) Yeah, like, all the little bits. And, like, the more that I watch it, the more I find other little bits, like, you know, just, like, just, like, random shit. Sarah really gets me a lot in this movie. Like, a good one is, like, when they're flying and she's kind of, like... They j- oh, that's what it was. That's her cut. So, you know, when I was talking about I couldn't remember what Sarah does. Um, yeah. 
and like and the Jimmy like goes to the kid and 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 Bet sees the two guys watching uh, Hocus Pocus, the couple, the gay couple watching Hocus Pocus. They were cuddled. It's canon. Watching Hocus Pocus, the first one. Sarah's cut is her just like flying on the broom, kind of just like flying and like posing in different ways. And then you hear you hear when you say Sarah, stop modeling. <laughs> <laughs> It's just shit like that that gets me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I agree. The dialogue's fucking good. The story's pretty good, too. Again, perfect amount of nostalgia to story. Mm-hmm. I do think that, like, maybe a little bit more could have been done with Billy. Yeah. But... It kind of felt like... I mean, I would say that at least, like, he has, like, some character. Same thing with um, the book. I kind of... I, I like that... There was a lot of character, character development with the book. Yeah. Too. Which is, like, that's a lot of fun. I, how do you feel about about thirty years later finding out that it was just a kiss? I'm both completely on board with it and kind of bummed. Um, I mean, like based on his demeanor in the first film, and then I in in this film, I would understand why it was just a kiss because, like, for me. I would assume that Winifred knowing Winifred is just like, yes, like yeah. this all happened. I would understand why she would want to lie and be like, oh yeah, like we were, we were madly in love. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But based on the first movie alone, like take, take this sequel away from yourself. Mm-hmm. It does seem like, because like when he's like, you winch you filthy excuse for like all of that like when he first gets to cut open his mouth and like you know the moth thing that we talked about when all of that happens it like i feel it i'm like oh yeah they've got like some sort of sorted history oh i see what you mean so like i'm like i'm like oh yeah they definitely had something going on and like maybe she was like because you know they're a little bit they're a a little bit they're a lot more evil in the first film yeah and uh so i'm like oh yeah i mean like and i've always just kind of accepted that because because the way she treats her sisters even though she does love them that's like basically her love language is (laughs) is being an asshole but like maybe that was just like too much on him and so he found solace in the arms of sarah and like so i've kind of like had like over the years like built this backstory of like how Winnie and him like got together not like fan fiction I've never written it down but just like lore in my head of like what must have happened and then for it to just end up being a kiss I'm both delighted and giddy by it and like kind of bummed yeah but more delighted more delighted well well maybe like he called her a wench in the first film mainly because he she probably made up a bunch of rumors about him to prevent women from going after him. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It could be that. I'm sure, but yeah. you know, I'm just, and like, maybe I'm just curious. Yeah. It could also be that he's just pissed off that she ended his life earlier than expected. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh so. yeah. Well, that's definitely um, part of it. Like it just, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but I'm just curious because I've, I've, uh, I've, I know some people are real pissed about it. I, I'm not mad. I'm just like, eh, well, a little sad, but I do think yeah. it's fucking funny that it was a kiss. Yeah. Also, it was also funny that both 
Billy and Winnie still had their hair since like the six, 16 year old yeah. age. It it's so funny. funny. And I mean, like, technically, Sarah did too. Oh, yes, yeah, sir. Sarah yeah. just had the curls. Mm hmm. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I really like it. I also feel like that this is like a really good uh, Disney Plus. Like, if, cause, cause, like, you know, compared to the other ones, like, maybe low-key, mm-hmm. uh, the series, maybe around this realm, based on, like, the first episode that I watched, and just never finished the series. <laughs> uh, but it's, like, just based on the first episode, like, yeah, like, I feel low-key and this film both have at least... A larger amount of money put into it compared to like maybe the Winter Soldier, yeah. or well, WandaVision was also really fucking good though, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, so I feel like that they is probably just one of those where it's like depending on like how much they feel that the fans would love, like yeah. you know, it would depend on how much money will be put in. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I really think that this is like a really good film and i think everyone should watch it even though you probably already prepared yourself by watching it already but i think that you should watch it again yeah it's definitely worth like at least six more watches (laughs) see that would be your homework today you guys Mm -hmm. like you have to get those last watches today Mm -hmm. it's only 10 hours (laughs) not that anyone's counting nope (laughs) Or judging. Or judging, too. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any other, like... I mean, like, maybe we could... I know we talked about, like, the the main character not having that much enthusiasm. Yeah. Like, for most of the film, but... No, yeah. I don't... Character-wise, I'm good. Story-wise, I'm also good. Like, I... It was just... Yeah, just... Just a little, like... If, if we're going to have a reluctant hero, let's have a reluctant hero, you know? Like, let's not mm-hmm. be wishy-washy with her in the beginning. And I know that <laughs> I know that it's, like, a fine line because she's a teenager, and it's, like, you want her to be into this stuff, and you want her to defend the fact that she's into this stuff, and then you want her to, like, be like, oh, no, 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 no I don't have... But, I mean, it's one of those things where it's, like, you got to pick, uh, in my opinion. it Because, like, that, that just conflicts. I mean, they did it as well as they could with, with yeah. her being a little bit wishy-washy. But, uh, yeah, I would say of the present times, Izzy's my favorite character. Definitely. She's just, like, gung-ho. She's ready to go. She's like, listen, let's get this shit done. Also, you say salt, I'm going to get you some salt. I'm going to get six different kinds of salt. I got Himalayan pink salt. I got mortar salt girl. (laughs) Morton salt girl. I got, you know, like, black, what is it? The great, like she got it all. Like she got like bags, she got bottles, she got boxes, she got, she got all the salts. Mm-hmm. So I just want to. Co- yeah. I got bath salts. Want to cover my bases? Yes, bath salts. Yes. Wanted to cover my bases. Holy Lucifer! <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I think for the most part, I know that I said, I know they complimented Sarah earlier, but Najimi, Najimi stole it for me. She of the witches, she she stole it. She stole the show. Yeah, I feel like that she did an amazing job and still kept in character. Like, not that, like, Winnie, not that Bette Miller and Sarah Jessica Parker... Didn't do their job. Yeah. I mean, everybody came to play, but 
for me, yeah. this 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 round, Najimi Najimi takes the cake. I did love uh, Sarah Jessica Parker when she would be like, "I am going to be independent," and then immediately shut like be like, "Okay, oh, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry," like right away. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, you're right, Winnie. I'm sorry." Yeah, almost three hours. I think we should wrap up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Uh, that is it for this episode. Go follow us on Instagram at J-A-N-D-M underscore podcast. If you like this episode, please write and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Elise, any, any last words? Nah. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh-oh. Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you again for listening and hope you come back next week. Bye. Bye.